Hi, my name is Desiree. And my name is Jade. And welcome to the Tin Cannular Podcast. This is a show all about our unfiltered opinions and unsolicited advice. Every week, we'll discuss a topic that applies to our lives that we think deserves some attention. It's going to be a mixture of our serious thoughts, stupid ideas, wild conspiracies, ridiculous anecdotes, and more. So whether you want to learn from our mistakes, be comforted by our thoughts, or if you're just in the mood to chat, we've got the show for you. Before we begin, let's get a quick disclaimer out of the way. Remember that this is just a podcast. We are not experts in anything. And a lot of what we say, if not most of what we say, is said in jest. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Yes. Yes. Welcome to Tinkenuler. Welcome back to Tinkenuler. Oh, why would you choose a French accent? I'm so bad at like French accents. I've do, never do, one, a- do one. Do one you can do. Oh my god. Um, okay. I think I think I can do I was about to try and like do a Scottish accent, but oh my god, the way that Caitlin will she will flambe my green? ass. Green? <laughs> it was green, I can't I can Green <laughs> Green. If I you had the chance to change your fit. <laughs> Would you? Would you? <laughs> By the way, I'm obviously sick. I, I'm literally sick. Like, oh, let's get that out there. Yeah, the audience definitely doesn't know that. I feel like, well, yeah, I've been. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, well, let's get something very clear. I'm also sick, but Desiree got the sexy, you know, raspy voice sick. I got the. Um, nasally congested nose sick. So it's actually very unfair and actually super insensitive of you. Right. So you guys as as listeners actually get to have the best of both worlds. (laughs) It's so true. You got two um, co-hosts that are absolutely sick. But you know what? We do this for you, okay? I want you guys to know that we're dedicated. Um, My voice is literally sore and cracking, yet Mm -hmm. you guys get a new episode. Look at that. Also, like, everyone listening is going to be like, what are you talking about? You guys haven't recorded for, like, weeks. (laughs) Like, literally. I know. We've been gone. We've been gone. We've been gone for a while. You know, apologies for that. But then again, like, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys have lived. Like, so much has happened these last two weeks. It's been insane. Holy moly. It's been crazy. First of all, hi. Hello, Speaking hi. of us being gone, hi guys. Hi, Whatever welcome. happened to hello? How are you? My name is. <laughs> Try that, maybe. Well, hello, how are you guys? My name is Jade and this is Desiree. Hello, hi. Welcome back after truly weeks and weeks and weeks. Welcome back mm-hmm. to your favorite show, Tin Cannular. Welcome back, y'all. And you um, know what? I would like to say. <laughs> Because we are obviously in the year 2023 now. I want to wish you guys an absolutely happy new year. Happy new year. And the happiest new year, guys. Welcome to 2023. Hmm. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I don't know how y'all feel. I feel excited for this new year. Do you like New Year's Eve? Do I like New Year's Eve? I will some say. Some people hate it. Like, I feel like, okay, I... I have a love-hate relationship with New Year's Eve, actually, because I feel like there's a lot of expectation about New Year's Eve. Right. And definitely when I was a kid, I subscribed to that whole, like, I don't know, like, it just has to be, like, this dramatic, like, Passover from, like, one year to the next. It's like, and when the clock strikes 12, I will be, like, this, like, I don't know, Cinderella-esque new year person new year new me I took that very seriously and I took that to heart okay like and literally the I don't know I just I feel like I put a lot of um, importance and a lot of um expectation on like new year's eve (laughs) just for like the new year to roll around for me to feel exactly the same way (laughs) as I felt before but now I love new year's eve girl like since being able to you know be out on your own making your own money, calling your own shots, like, girl, my New Year's Eve is exactly what it is, exactly what I want it to be. We're out partying, we're out wearing, you know, sequin dresses, we're out hanging out with friends, we're out drinking. Yeah, make Mm -hmm. the best of it. Make the best of it. It's the last day of the year. I have to say, I'm trying to focus on what you're saying, but your voice is so sexy. I know, I I know I'm distracting you. Well, yeah, it is a little... um, alluring i do feel as though i'm being 
seduced. Yeah. Um, you guys can't see you know. me, but I'm nodding my head because I knew this was going to happen. Like, I literally knew this yeah. was going to happen. I was like, it's maybe, maybe it's a little too <laughs> sexy, actually. <laughs> it's like, we actually did talk. We had like a meeting before recording this episode and Desiree was like, is it socially responsible for me exactly. to get up on this mic and risk, run the risk? Well, I mean, it's not even a risk. Like, you know, actively I'll, I'll I will be seducing Everyone, every listener, every single one, you know. Yeah, and that you know, there's homes you might be wrecking. There's there's lives you might be exactly like people are gonna listen to this voice and be like, first of all, who is she, and secondly, (laughs) where can I find her? And guess what? Guess what? You know, I'm just I'm not for everybody in that way. I know you guys are like all like, you know, wondering where you can find me at. I know that Mm -hmm. I'm literally like this magnet, this sex icon magnet with this voice. But you all can't have. I can't be for everyone. I just would like yeah. to preface this episode by saying that. Also, the way that I'm riding this wave, I absolutely love when my voice is like this because oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's just so sultry. And I know like tomorrow I'm going to wake up, it's going to be back to normal. And it's not like I hate my normal voice, but like, you know, it's, it's like you'll miss this. I'll miss this. I'll miss this and the power yeah. that I wield. I'm going to miss yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, and that's understandable. That's super understandable. Anyways, I New Year's Eve, I was listening. I just had a moment that I needed. I felt like I needed to objectify you. I feel like I needed to be honest about that, that I was objectifying you. It's okay. It's hard being Um, sexy. I know. No, I know. And that's the cross that you have to bear in life. Every day. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Some of us have the cross to bear of looking like a Cabbage Patch Kid. (laughs) And that's also hard. I want to put that out there. That's also difficult. And I actually think we haven't devoted enough time and energy to acknowledging what a brave brave girl I am you are I go through life every, I go through life every day like this I do um, I, I, I would like to say you are people, a very brave girl people see me they people see me and they throw tomatoes at me and they say go back to the patch yeah what little girl's imagination did you come to life from yeah you know it's it's a lot of it's a heavy load to carry it's I, a I heavy load best. being a sexy <laughs> Um, cabbage patch kid and also on top of being a very sexy very magnetic cabbage patch kid she's out here releasing singles y'all she's out here (laughs) releasing music guys i swear to you you would not regret it get on spotify right now literally find jade lowercase j a d e period dot And literally, you will see uh, a song by the name of All. I think it's dot, 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 all. What I'm going to need. Is it dot, 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 all? No, it's just all. No, well, then, oh, my God, did I download the wrong song? No way. You would know it's not me. It literally says dot, 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 all, Jade. No. Yes, it does. I'm telling you. Pull it. Pull it. It literally does say that. It literally says that. I literally, I just saw it. I was just listening to it. It said dot, 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 all. You're on Spotify. I'm, I, I swear. Babe, is this the cover? Yeah. Okay, anyway, so it's not dot, 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 all, y'all. It's literally just all. I don't know where I got the dot, dot, dot from. I was just like, oh, it's it has a dot, dot, dot in front of it. Clearly, like, making you sick and making being sick and also being sexy actually distorts your yeah. eyesight as well. So, that, I mean, that's one of the side effects. And your yeah. brain, the your body, it's like when people lose a sense, their other senses get much better. Right. This is, like, the opposite. It's, like, one I lose sense a sense and everything... Is- a common sense have, actually goes away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I become sexy and I lose common sense. And that's I get what dumber. Yeah. yeah. The dumber I get, the hotter I get also. It's like right, a, exactly. It's dichotomy. Yeah, it's it's I can actually I can plan it all on a graph actually. The X yeah. the axis would be how hot I get and the Y would mm-hmm. be how dumb I am. And you would find yeah. it exponentially grows like it. You would absolutely. find it's it's a it's a diagonal arrow pointing oh. up. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, please, please download the song. It is literally so good. It is so good. And we at Tin Cannular, when I say we, it's literally just me. We at Tin Cannular are so proud of Jade for releasing her Aww. debut single, and it's super successful. And she has like literally so many monthly listeners, y'all. Join, join the winning team. Join yeah, the winning team. please. Yeah, if you haven't listened, it would mean the world to me. Please go out and listen to my first song. It is out. It's um, called all, not dot, 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 all. <laughs> yeah, it's all. But I wish it was dot, 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 all. Um, so anyways, yeah, please listen to it. Um, I had so much fun writing it and releasing it and working on it. And hopefully, you know, follow me 
on actually you can find it on any platform really i pay through the nose for a distributor to put it up um oh, on yeah. multiple platforms so please take advantage of that and um look out for new stuff because by the time y'all are listening to this stuff should be very stuff should be down the pipeline quite far close there's to more being coming wink, wink. yes 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 wink wink Guys, I'm so excited to be back. You have no idea. We have not yeah, recorded no, in quite some time. Right. This feels yeah. right. I'm just so excited to get on this on this call, on this episode, to, you know, fuck around a little. Absolutely. <laughs> or a lot. Yeah. Um, is what we do best, actually. The reason that Desiree and I are more intelligent than the sum of our parts is because yes. we're also, when you combine how hot we are together, yep. it completely depletes any form of critical thinking right um any educational background we have it diminishes it's completely gone in one instant what is education um, i don't know her mm-mm. and i, I don't know <laughs> do you say i don't know or i, I don't, don't know her i you know what I, I actually wish i did say i don't know but i don't know I, I don't know her <laughs> i don't know her i don't know her Oh my um, god. Actually... Anyone who is Australian listening is just like, okay, you guys do this all the time. Please shut up. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you guys. It's honestly evolved past a roast of Australian accents for me, and it's its own thing now. To be like, oh, yeah, I'm... Nari, Nari. I didn't go there. Nari. It's I its actually own admire word. it. I admire it. Yeah. I think that I think there's elegance about it, actually. Yeah. I <laughs> only you would say that. <laughs> this is Desiree. Desiree and elegance is actually it's I would like to introduce that to the to the to the table. I would like to have a discussion about Desiree and the concept of elegance. Yes. Um because they're actually synonymous those words. <laughs> <laughs> actually, um I my name Desiree, it means in a different language, it means elegant, beautiful yeah. lady with a raspy voice. <laughs> but you don't know that language and like no one actually No, no but you don't and I actually don't want to disclose what language it is because if you guys know about it, like you're just gonna all, all try and learn it all at once, and it's kind exactly. of exactly yeah, yeah. But that's definitely Desiree means elegance, stuff. Yeah. Um. Well, all I'm saying, I just want to like, it's really one point that I want to bring up is that in university, Desiree's chocolate of choice. I don't know if this has changed about you since then. Probably it was not. the Cadbury Cadbury fruit and fruit nut and bar. nuts. Yes, it's so good. Fruit and nut bar. And when I would ask her, I was like, why the fruit and nut bar? She was like, because it's elegant. elegant. It's decadent. Yes, it's it like, is. It it's is like the pinnacle of class. And we had a big disagreement because I, I personally was like, it's giving trail mix. It's giving <laughs> it's giving childhood. I was like, true elegance is like a dark chocolate, like an 85% cacao dark chocolate. And Desiree's like, it's about the that way fruit I'm and nut. I'm shaking my head. It's all in the fruit <clears throat> and nut. It's jam- the elegance is jam-packed. There's so much elegance. <laughs> jam-packed in a Cadbury fruit and nut bar. It's unbelievable. And they should actually sponsor us the way that I go hard for Cadbury fruit and nut, yeah. actually. We'll yeah. start mentioning them, and then you can, maybe we'll get a sponsorship through that. Can you imagine, like, there's, them. like, an ad break, and it's like, yeah. hey, guys, just wanted to say. <laughs> Here at Tin Cannular, we're sponsored by Cadbury, specifically the fruit and nut Cadbury fruit bar. <laughs> fruit and nari Cadbury yeah. bar. <laughs> Um, I'm a Tony Shukaloni girl myself. You know what? I never could get on that bandwagon. What the hell? That's giving kid to me. (laughs) That's giving, like, literally. (laughs) The font. That's fair, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. fair. And the name. The name's a little, it's like a little childish. You know what it is? Tony, Tony to me, Tony is like the guy that I see and all my friends are like, Jade, that guy, that guy's goofy. Like, you're seeing Tony and I'm like... Yeah, so I kind of see him on the low. Like, I don't really want to, like, publicize him. Yeah, yeah. Who I'm putting on my main, who I'm putting on my main, uh... Mm. Yeah, who's your who's your number one? Because I now live in the States. That's changed the market of yeah. what, I, what I eat. But the chocolate bar I actually have not been able to stop buying is... I'm looking at it. I'm hoping what... I'm hoping the brand comes up. Okay. Oh, yes. I have been buying, it's actually Trader Joe's brand, believe it or not. Interesting. Dark chocolate truffle. Dark chocolate truffle bar. Oh my God. It's so delicious. It's it's decadent. It's incredible. I have a thing with like anything that's like truffle, right? Because I get confused. 
There's like I like I get confused because you know there's like the truffle mushroom, yeah, and then there's like chocolate truffles. Yeah. Don't even ask. Don't even ask me. Okay, because I don't know. I don't understand. (laughs) Like I literally don't get it. Like why would you call chocolate? Like why are there chocolate truffles and like it's like truffle oil? It's not chocolate oil. It's literally mushroom oil. Someone, you know what? That's actually the real question that I have, and we could do a whole podcast episode on that. Actually, on truffle. On truffle. What the? What is? What is a truffle? What is the actual meaning of truffle? Okay, wait. I I just googled chocolate truffle versus mushroom truffle. Here's the answer. Okay. Oh, this is really stupid. What? So chocolate truffles. <laughs> so it's called that because, you know, if you have like chocolate truffles, they're normally. Now the word truffle sounds hilarious. To me, right. Yes. I'm, I literally like as I said it just now, I had to hold a smile in <laughs> like like a, like a sixth grader. <laughs> this has happened before. One time for our old radio show, we did an episode on Bigfoot. And there was so many scientific terms that were making me giggle, like Meganthropicus. <laughs> oh my god! Literally, how am I gonna get through this episode? Like, no, I know. So apparently, the chocolate truffle is like you know, it's like circular, like truffles, like in a box, are like circular. It's because yeah. they look like the truffle mushroom. Oh, okay. You know what? That actually makes so much sense. Yeah. I thought it was more exciting than that. Me too. I feel like I thought... we should have gotten there on our own if that was the answer. So I guess we really couldn't have a whole podcast episode on that. No. <laughs> It'd be very short. It's it would special. be really short, actually. Or it's just us like, yeah, truffle. Yeah. What is it and what isn't it? The write-up. <laughs> the write-up. <laughs> the write-up is me being like, back in 1964. <laughs> pigs used to go sniffing for truffles like yeah, like it would be fun but yeah i think it would bring us definitely the least amount of views because who, who gives a shit tin cannular truffle and it's like us being like it's us being like what's your relationship to truffle and like, when i first heard Nicki minaj's song truffle butter, truffle butter i was deeply i was deeply disturbed and i I had to urban dictionary look up what that was and I was changed actually forever. Right. And it, like the episode would literally be so stoic. Like there would be no yes. laughter. It's just like, no laughter. Yeah. It's just like, what was your first experience with the word truffle? And like, like the only thing allowed is like, if anything, if you show emotion, it has to be tears. Yeah. It's, it's like moving. And it's yeah. the most introspective episode. You and I do an ep- have done episodes on life changes, relationships, misogyny through the cool girl and Truffles. truffle is the episode yeah. that we get really deep really we win like a we win like a peabody prize for like journalism <laughs> or something <laughs> okay also i wanted to share before we actually like get into the topic please day right i wanted to share with everyone um experience that i had you guys know that i am obsessed with twilight you guys know I'm absolutely obsessed I'm with Twilight. I'm shaking. I'm shaking with rage right now. <laughs> I know because I know what she's going to say because, y'all, we talked before. And I I'm am. so. And just, I need yeah, to share go. this. And I need to share this because I feel like because when I was telling Jade, Jade was like she wanted to jump through the, the, through the phone and strangle me because she's like, it's not true. But I'm here to yeah. tell you guys that it is true. I actually first of all, you guys, you guys know that I'm, I'm, I'm out here dating, whatever. Um, yeah. Basically, I and. This is not clickbait, okay? Like, literally, this is not clickbait. I went on a date with a vampire. My story. This is my story, I'm, and I'm, sh- and I'm, I'm sharing gonna it. I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to kick your ass. And I'm sharing it, okay? Like, I'm breaking my silence. <laughs> the raspy anyway. voice, too. It sounds like you're choking up. I hate you. Okay, so I will just give you the three main points where I was like, literally, this guy, I know what this guy is. Like, I had a full Bella moment, actually. I was just like, oh, my God, like, my heart was racing. I was like, I know what you are. Anyway, so I go on this date with this guy, and I kind of noticed, I was like, huh, like, you know, I mean, it's kind of pale or whatever, but I didn't really think anything of it. It's like winter time, and, you know, like, people are just pale in the winters. I didn't think anything about it. whatever and we, we're, uh. we're sitting down and we're having a hot drink and I noticed I like touched his hand and I was like I see cold it was like I mean it was like <gasps> it was that cold like I literally put my hand on his hand I was like, oh my god it's like super cold and like I don't know I was like starting to think about it but I was like no way is this guy <laughs> this guy can't possibly be but yeah like I don't know I feel like he just kind of had that energy that was like 
I don't know. Like, there's just something supernatural. <laughs> He's such an ass. There's just something He's supernatural. <laughs> there's something supernatural about him. Like I don't know. And then I, I, we were just talking about things, and he's like, he's like, you know, I actually tend to avoid the sun. Like that's just something that he tends to do, um, for medical reasons. And when he said <laughs> that, that was the third one. That was the third strike where I was like, oh my god. Oh. Like this guy is 25. But I was thinking, I was like, but how long have you been 25? Add a zero at the end of the 25. <laughs> Add a zero at the end of that. Guys, I was absolutely living. Just because Jade was actually saying she was like, literally 12 or 13 year old you would be like absolutely over the moon. Because, yes. you know, like I was just like, I'm going to run with this fantasy. He is not at all a vampire. I'm just going to run with it though. Because I literally just need whimsy in my life. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I, first of all, I support whimsy. Yes. I want to let you guys know that Desiree, you might be listening to this and you're like, oh, she's being silly hee hee ha ha on this episode because it's like we're recording a podcast. And I want to let you know, I want to state this loud and clear right now. She told me the details about him. Like she was like, and then he mentioned like he couldn't be in the sun. And I started to put my head in my hands because she was it's not an act. The same exact way. <laughs> it's literally not an act. Like, I, 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 like, not an act at all. No. Well, she's found an Edward, you guys. She's yeah. found an Edward. And I'm the Bella, actually. So this is my moment. <laughs> this is actually my moment. I'm like tucking my hair behind my ear because <laughs> this is my moment. And I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for that moment where I where he says. Um, get on my back spider monkey isn't that what he said isn't that what I, edward said Sp- hold, hold on tight that. spider monkey I had hold to on hold tight spider monkey to actually bring the the scottish accent back and emulate caitlin right now i'm gonna boke like, I, <laughs> <laughs> to hold the vomit in spider monkey yeah no i just need that moment and then also us in the woods where i'm just like i know where you are and he's say it say it out loud like, you at like a vampire. coffee shop in London. You at a coffee shop in London. He's like drinking his cappuccino, and you're like minding his I know business. What you are. <laughs> I know what you are. I'm like vampire. <laughs> like, yeah, no. I but I had my moment, and I ran with it. Actually, I'm continuing yeah. to run with it. Actually, like yeah, yeah. He, this guy Running. doesn't yet. He doesn't know yet how crazy I am. But like, I don't mm. know. I'm, I'm I'm having fun with it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. You'll find out soon enough. Soon enough. I'm yeah. always interested Whatever. in this. Like. How long do certain people wait to show their crazy kooky sides? Yeah. Because some people put it all out there right away. I feel like my goofier side does not come out immediately with people at all. Like, Mm. I think it takes a good, takes a lot of time. I actually distinctly remember the first time my boyfriend, he said something like when we were first seeing each other one day, he's like, you're in like a silly mood. And he, I don't think he'd ever. <laughs> you're in like a silly, you goofy silly mood. Billy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Babe, like no cap. You're acting really silly right now. You're so silly today. <laughs> you're so silly. <laughs> it was something like that. <laughs> it was something like that. Oh my god. But that's interesting. Like, how long do you wait to show someone the depths of the insanity? I mean, we have a podcast now. People can click. Yeah. And listen. That's and when we thing. had a radio show, it was the same. Like, there's, if you want to really see it all, I mean, our radio it's show where there. I was saying, like, I want to fuck Bigfoot. Like, I mean, yeah. that's it. F- no the Meganthropicus. Yeah. No, it's all there. <laughs> like, it's all there. It's, I feel like we can't really hide that anymore. It, I'm, I'm actually being forced to be myself. Cause yeah. It, yeah, you can't hide it anymore. Like, literally, like, our, our podcast is linked to our Instagram. Like, yeah. it, it's just, yeah, you know, it, it is out there. I, I got, I but this just is gotta why, be myself. This is why I have so missed doing the show. I'm so happy to be back mm-hmm. because I love getting on here for like an hour and a half and just being silly and goofy. Just playing being the a fool. real silly belly. Yeah. <laughs> let's stay whimsical. Let's be, stay playful together, shall we? Yeah. Like, let's, let's, be, <laughs> let's stay playful and be whimsical and just like have a light, jolly, um, fun time. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, today guys we are very unserious so if you're expecting some sort of like <laughs> overview you're not gonna get it um you're no there's no write-up today no. yeah we're just we're just we chilling thought, it's like first week of school back you know the teachers are easing you in yeah. we're doing a packet in class we're not doing you know everyone just gets to do their work we're 
gonna chat. I will present to you, however, what the topic is. Perhaps I think it's something we're all gonna really relate to because we might Ooh. be, might be, we all just did it. Yeah. Um, going home for the holidays. Going home for the holidays. Dun dun dun. Many going of you have probably home. now come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about it. I mean, there's so much to say. There's a lot to say. Um, in any case, I hope that uh, everyone is still stable. Um, like yeah, coming back from the, I hope, <laughs> I hope there. you guys have, I hope you guys have not uh, disintegrated, and I hope uh-huh. that you guys are still absolutely stable and sane. Um, but yeah, you know, going home for the holidays, I feel like is a really, um, it's a it's an interesting time to say the least because you have a whole yeah. mix of things, and especially if I feel like it, being a young adult and going home to your childhood home I feel like a lot of us have like gone home to the the house that we've grown up in or at least like we're around the people that we grew up with like whoever Mm -hmm. that may be it definitely uh, brings up feelings of uh possibly regression um yes yeah Mm -hmm. and that's something that we actually asked you guys to tell us you know give us stories or qualms or questions about going home for the holiday and multiple of you brought up the concept of regression, regression. When you go yeah. home. And I'm thinking, should I actually read some of these messages we received? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. And we so appreciate when you guys, like, send in stuff. Like, it's oh, just yeah. like, oh, my God, it's it's nice seeing you guys' opinions. I love, I love the listener. I love all of the listeners, obviously, um, intimately, because I know all of you. All of you, um, personally. <laughs> I know all of you personally and intimately. However, um, those of you that send us things and, like, give us questions and stories you do feed my soul yeah you really do me me not knowing how to function with instagram okay <clears throat> me not knowing how to function <laughs> me not knowing how to adult i can't adult oh my god not me not knowing how to adult it's not me being like a silly billy little kid <laughs> word word of the episode silly billy <laughs> Just two silly billies. I just know Jake's going to listen to me like, there's no way in hell I said that like that. <laughs> I never said. You're being a silly You're billy. You're being a silly but billy. you know what? <laughs> it might be one of my favorite phrases now. Like, yeah. Absolutely. On your next, using that often. On your next first date, yeah. look at the person and go, You're just a silly billy. You're, aren't you? are just a silly billy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. One of our submissions says, anxiety regression when I'm in my childhood bedroom. FOMO comes back. And then our other one on regression is, I think the hard thing about going home for the holidays, especially when you've built a completely separate life for yourself on the other side of the world, is when I'm there, I feel as if I'm back in high school and in childhood life. And it feels as though the life away from it that I've built, where I'm happy and have beautiful friends and feel fulfilled and valued, doesn't really exist. Like it was a dream. There's also this weird fear inside you that you won't be able to go back to your normal life and you'll be physically trapped there, which I think is also something that lingers from COVID. I think it's hard when a place brings up bad and hard memories, but trying to spin it positively. So. Wow. That was beautiful. Yeah, that was beautiful. Mm -hmm. But I think both of those things are super, obviously, entirely related. And I think probably fairly universal for people in similar life situations as uh, you and I, Desiree, and then probably most oh, yeah. of the people who listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you go home and not regress, really, you know? Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, because I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here now that I've come back from home, of course, um, and I'm just sitting and I'm thinking, like, I don't really have the answers. Because I don't know, like, I felt like when I was home, I, there's something about going, as as one of the listeners said, there's something about going home and... Uh, going into your childhood bedroom mm-hmm. specifically like because even for me like when I came home um, and like going into my bedroom things are exactly the way that I left them when I was like you know like a teenager and yeah. you like it, it, back when I was a teen I was like oh I ate with this like tapestry I ate with like <laughs> these things and it's just like okay like it's nice to be back but it's not really my style anymore and it, like yeah. you just like obviously have to emotionally re- regress because you kind of feel like you physically regressed like yeah I sort of felt as if like I don't know I, I felt like a teenager again but I think that like the last time that I was home I think that I did make a very concerted effort to appreciate being there um, 
because I don't know, I feel like now that I'm in the position that I'm in in my life, I only get to go home. Like it's only guaranteed that I'll go home like once a year. Yeah. And so it is kind of nice when you only go home once a year just to like be back and like kind of, you know, your mom is like making dinner or like you don't have to worry about bills. You don't have to worry about like transport and things like that. Like all the little things that you have to worry about in your day to day. It was just kind of nice to go home and not necessarily revert back to your baby self, but just kind of be taken care of, I guess. Yeah. That was really nice. Yeah. I feel similarly. I actually feel as though I'm not sure that I feel like I regress when I go home. I actually think I'm reminded of how much I've grown since I was a child because I don't feel like, yeah, it's a positive. I don't think that I regress back to who I once was. I think I look around and I'm like, oh, wow, this is the person I was once living here is just so different to who I am now. Yeah. Um, and that sort of anxiety of maybe being like, oh, ba- oh man, I'm about to go back into a place where I might have like bad memories or stressful memories from high school or who knows what. Um, you could instead take that as a sign of, well, clearly I'm so grown past that place in life that it's giving me anxiety because I don't fit into it anymore. Yeah. And in that way, it can be more of a neutral thing. Um, I would also say lucky for luckily. I mean, I don't really know if this is lucky, but. Um, during COVID, I was, I came home because COVID was going on while we were in university and I went back to the U.S. And I was here for, I mean, five months, six months. Mm-hmm. And so I, in the lockdown, redid my whole room. Like I moved my Ooh. furniture around. Oh, yeah. I did a deep clean out. So I do think maybe that helps with my regression, like not happening is because it does not look like the same room I once had. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of helpful for me as well. I feel like that's big, actually. Yes. I So it's it's like I totally get the concept of regressing. I don't know that it happens to me fully beyond. I mean, I do get a little bit princessa. I mean, I'm like, mommy's making dinner. You know, like oh, yeah. there's something. You gotta. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, find, I, I find it a bit difficult because like the lifestyle that I live um, in, you know, London compared to like going home to the Bahamas, it's just like. Obviously, they're just vastly different. And so, like, I feel like a lot of my life in London is quite, like, I'm pretty, like, alone most of the time. Um, Mm. And I've grown quite accustomed to it. Like, I appreciate being alone. And, like, and obviously going home, like, it's just, like, especially, like, I come from a really, a a really big extended family as well as, like, a very involved sort of, like, uh, immediate family as well. And so, like, I'm constantly, like, suddenly all around people all the time yeah and so that's like extremely like stimulating of course it's really great because I enjoy my family and I enjoy like my extended family as 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 well um of course like there's ups and downs obviously with everything but I really do appreciate it but it's like it does take like I don't know it takes a certain amount of executive function to be able to yeah hone into my capacity to like be a daughter, to be a sister, to be like oh, for sure. a, a niece again when before I was literally just Desiree. Like, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the, that is, it's actually notable how much more, I don't want to say demanding, but how much more specific of a role it is to play to be a member of a family. Yeah. When you're a friend, I wouldn't argue that it's so much of a role. Obviously, there are certain responsibilities you fulfill as someone's friend, but the point of being a friend is being an individual that gets along with another individual. It's very specific identity based with certain expectations of, you know, you're there for your friend if you need them or you have fun with them. But being a family member does imply responsibility to some degree. Like I'm sure, I mean, Anyone who's a mother, I don't know if any mothers listen to our podcast. Oh my God, mothers have entered the group chat, hello. Yeah, mom, if you're a mother, shout out. Um, But like, you know, as we all know, being a mother is a a role that demands. Yeah. And it's a role that uh, demands performance from someone and uh, and that they function um, on a certain level and that they function within certain um, guidelines. And the same can be said maybe to a lesser demanding extent or a lesser exhaustive extent of other family roles. You know, to be a sibling requires mm-hmm. a performance. To be someone's 
um, niece, especially when it's family you haven't seen for a while. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. yeah and you catch them up on your life. Maybe it's family members you're not comfortable with enough to really be super honest with and be like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this. You might feel pressure. How do I tell them that I'm working this job when I know they're not going to think that that's great? Or yeah. how do I tell them I'm living here when I know they're going to judge that? So, yeah. I mean, that's exhausting, you know, to, to have to suddenly feel like, oh, now I have to do the performance again. When oh, in yeah. my past life or my, you know, current life in outside of my home realm, um, I'm just me and I'm kind of just doing the things that I want to do. Yeah. So it is, yeah, I, I mean, I, I sometimes struggle with that. I think, weirdly enough, the older I get, I feel like the less... The, the more able I am to kind of like switch in and out of those roles like yeah. I found when oh my god when I mean I've been I've been living away from home since I was like 14 and I find yeah. that oh it, it like the, it just being making that switch when I was younger was absolute hell like it was I I like I found myself when I go home I found myself being resentful um mm. like and because I felt like I felt like I was being limited and I couldn't be myself um, because right. who I was. And I think that's like one of what some, something similar, at least to what one of the listeners said, who I was when I was in, you know, like where when I was away from home um, compared to who I was when or who I am when I am home is just like two different, extremely different things. Funny enough, actually, I wrote my dissertation on something pertaining to yes. this. It's called Identity Incompatibility. And especially like, like for Jade and I, obviously, like we were going to university, like we weren't from where we were going to university. And so mm -hmm. like there's an identity. First of all, there's an identity that we have when we're actually like in our home countries. Um, yeah. And then there's that identity of like being like in that university or like that school setting. And you can't, the way that you function at home, you can't bring that over to university. It has to be adapted in some way or another. Like, I'm literally, like, I'm baby sister. I'm, like, literally, like, you know, somewhat spoiled brat when I'm home. And I yeah. can try my hardest to bring that over to university. That's not going to fly. <laughs> like, yeah. it, you know, like, it, it's it's something that needs to adapt. And so, like, switching back and forth is, like, a huge critical life skill. Um, and yes. I thought it was it was pretty interesting. I think looking at how identity and compatibility like affects so much of your life, and yeah, it must have it affects so much. Like it must affect, like just being home and being able to be present and in the moment and yeah. appreciating your family and being appreciating like being home for the holidays. Like mm -hmm. has such an effect on it. That's such a good point. Bringing up identity and compatibility because I wonder if the anxiety that people have over home, hometown regression, would be significantly decreased if they started to think about it as just another hat you wear yeah because right if you think about it like i know people who are our age who teach like who teach like third graders right or like yeah. kids on on a friday night they are out throwing ass in the club oh they, they are out throwing ass in the club on a wednesday night they're out throwing ass in the club or having a drink and then they show up 8 a.m thursday morning for school and they're teaching little kids and they're like Miss Sunshine. You know what I mean? So yeah. That is a form of identity switching. I, yeah. I'm so tempted to say code switching, but it's so not the appropriate. I, I was, like I was actually thinking, I was thinking, I was like, yeah, it is. It's some sort. I mean, it, you know, like it's like it code is code switching adjacent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like it yeah. is like, but it's, it's similar. It's kind of, it's like actually like weirdly and oddly similar um, being able to switch in that way. But those are things that work very comfortable with the idea of you know you have a professional self and you have a you talking to your friends I'm sure the way that you interact with your friends when you're all out for a drink is not the way that you talk on a zoom call or in yeah, the office exactly like um, we do it every day but I feel like there's yeah. just this is like monumental shift like going yeah. from your workplace your university life your whatever it is that you do to like going back to your family dynamic like yeah. and even more so like I mean thinking about us or whatever like obviously you know jade you speak a different language as well when you get around your family there's a different kind of culture um she has like this like dutch culture that she has to adhere to as well or not have to literally it sounds like <laughs> no, you're in no, a prison right? I know you, like no i know what you mean yeah but like you know it's, it's it's just something different and also with me like and you know like even in the way that i speak and stuff like that like being home being around people who speak my creole like I literally, like, it's just, it's an entire, like, it's just an entire different yeah. cultural shift. It's an entire different way that I speak and stuff like that. And, 
like just kind of like settling back into that can be a little I don't know like it can be a bit jarring because I mean it's one thing to be you know like in your normal life your life outside of the home and Mm -hmm. be on the phone with someone you're able to speak your language you're able to speak whatever however it is that you speak use the colloquialisms and stuff like that that you're used to and then but that's only for like an hour or two and then you like you know cut the phone and then you go back yeah. to what you were doing before. Cut the camera. Cut the camera. Dead, dead ass. Cut the phone. <laughs> dead ass. <laughs> but yeah, you go from that like oh like an hour or two to then like being in your family home and like that's just that's yeah. how you speak. That's how you are. There's a whole different cultural sort of shift that you know yeah. you have to adhere to um, in order to feel compatible in your house. And I don't know. I'm talking about it from like I, it sounds very clinical the way that I say it. It's like so natural. But I think that. Yeah. It's subconsciously, it does have some sort of, it takes, you know, it takes, it takes some functioning, some executive function to be able to yeah. do that. And sometimes, sometimes it can be tiring to go back and oh. forth. Yeah, a hundred percent. My guess is that the emotional salience of it is so heightened because depending on who you are, depending what your life story is, you aren't just, you know, going into the office. It's not the same because you're going to a place where you did a lot of growing up, hypothetically. Mm-hmm. And growing up is a painful experience. Even if you have had a perfectly wonderful, stable, loving childhood, just being in like high school and middle school is a painful experience. Like puberty is painful. And that just means like, I think it's unavoidable that essentially I think everyone has had a time where they came home from school, stuck their head in a pillow and cried because they were like, I am... There's no hope for me in whatever realm. I would realm. like to he cease to exist. Yes. <laughs> yes. I would like to take myself out of this narrative that is my life. Yeah. yeah. And I, even if it's like small potatoes now, when we look back, it's like over nothing and our lives are so much bigger than that. And we you know, don't even feel sad about it anymore. It's an effective space to use an anthropological, sociological term. Okay. Your be- childhood bedroom, mm-hmm. your childhood bedroom is an effective space. It's somewhere where there was a lot of emotion and therefore, when you re-enter the physical space, even if you aren't in that same headspace or um, feeling those same emotions, it's impactful and can often make you regress into that anxiety, into that nervousness, into you know that insecurity that you might have so strongly felt here, even a decade ago, you know, multiple decades ago. Yeah. It can still feel that way, and that's actually why I would highly recommend redecorating and cleaning out the room. I need to take that advice, yeah. Seriously, I don't stumble upon, like, fifth grade notebooks where I can see how I wrote about how horrible I felt. You know, I don't stumble yeah. across those because they are filed and put in a good spot. Oh, um, that's so wise. Yeah, that's so wise, I bro. recommend it. But, yeah, I guess I think it makes sense. I think maybe we should all – I think the, the, the answer in terms of how to cope with it is the only way out is through. And I think we have to almost make it more casual than it might feel and just be like, I am just doing, I'm just reverting in a way or switching into maybe not reverting or regressing because that feels so like diminishing to self. Maybe just say I'm switching into home life me and that's different than not at home me. And that is okay. And it's fine. fine. And I hope you guys are enjoying um, the sound of rain outside. I am. You guys are also getting uh, ASMR on top yes, of this. Uh, yes. <laughs> but yeah, like Jade, it, it was literally so like wise of you to like go in and like get rid of those old notebooks oh, and girl. stuff like that. Oh my God. I had to. And in COVID, right- I had no choice. Uh, I was like this. Oh my God. I cannot live for months in the same spots, like looking at my bedroom and it's the exact same as when I was in junior year crying about everything in my life like it's not uh, happening so cursed so cursed absolutely cursed you know it was cursed actually mm. and my mom my mom is like literally like she has such good intentions but the first thing i see when i get home and i go to my room <laughs> i'm so excited every single stuffed animal i've had since <gasps> i was a child is laid across my bed they can't even all fit across my bed oh my god they're laid across my bed literally um on my like desk like they're everywhere and i i I stuffed all of my little stuffed animals away in my closet she knows exactly where they are and every time i come home (laughs) she like lines the bed with all of them and i'm like you know it's so nice it is so nice but it's immediately like oh my god baby does i like i'm like i'm like 
I like I literally I literally have a job. I turn my own key. I pay my own bills. Like, please, let's not do this. Baby Desi, <laughs> you want to play with your toys? <laughs> you you want to <laughs> Yay! You're such a silly Billy with those toys. <laughs> <laughs> silly Billy, baby Desi. Silly like baby every Desi. single time I come home. Yeah, I. Yeah. I recommend the redecoration. Let's talk. Okay, I have a question about going home that's like not pretend mm. not specifically related to regression when you go home for the holidays are you seeing people what people Ooh. are you seeing from the past like you know what i mean like right. who from way back when do you see okay you know what good I, I'm, I'm glad i'm glad you asked that question because i've been yeah. dying to talk about it for a minute actually i've been dying to talk about it for a minute mm-hmm. who do you see when you go home like and i feel like okay <laughs> i know that i have a certain amount of time I have like two weeks or whatever when yeah. I go home. Usually it's about two weeks. What is it that I do? Yeah. And um, I think that I make an effort to obviously see like the day ones, of course, like, yeah. you know, your cousins, like that sort of thing. Like you, you got to go and like say what's up with it. Um, and then, of course, like family, duh, but like friends. I don't know. I think I think I need to make more of an effort to see like I don't actually I say that and I say that like. Uh, like apprehensively because I feel like obviously you know the friends that you had when you were like a teenager or like during that time that you lived when you're at home like you guys like some some of you guys like you know branch off and and it's it's cool like if you feel like the need if the spirit moves you to like Mm -hmm. actually see like a certain person I think you should go for it but I don't I don't know like if you don't really feel like (laughs) going to see your friends from back home I feel like Uh, I feel like that's okay because yeah. I don't know. There's always next time as well. Yeah. I think yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's going to be interesting for people listening to us talk about this because we have very specific and unique experiences. You were going to boarding school yeah, um, and then university away from home. I, my family's all in the Netherlands. So when I'm in California, I don't see, the only family I see is my mom, you know, and my siblings. And then also, of course, went to university far away. So what that means for Desiree and I is, and I'm speaking on your behalf, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, please go on. For us, like distance and not having seen someone in a very long time is like very normal. And it's It's not very jarring. And therefore, I could probably go like five years without seeing someone and still think like, oh, yeah, no, they're great. We're cool. We're best. We're totally cool. Yeah. 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 So I have the same, like I, when I come home. Obviously, when I'm in the Netherlands, like, it's my family. I'm seeing all my family. I haven't seen them for forever. So it's always, like, the cousins, um, the aunts, the uncles, the grandmother, um, and then Miss Joya, who is my cousin's friend who I love. And she she, she gets a spot. She gets a spot. I want to see her. Oh, so cute. Shout out to Miss Joya. Joya, shout out. Um, I don't know if you listen to Tin Canular, but it wouldn't surprise me because she's, she's a queen. She's an icon. So it's always the cousins, like, we gotta catch up on all the tea and, like, hee-hee-ha-ha. But when I'm in California, I have such a short list of friends from high school that I see. I mean, it is very short. And no hate on people from high school. I live with my, my friend Sarah, my roommate, one of my closest friends. She and I went to high school together. So I'm not one of those people that doesn't believe in longevity in your relationships from high school. But I will say that even in university, when there was, like, events to try and get you know like the class all together I was like oh no I'm not in town <laughs> oh. I was like I won't be I, there I felt that I won't be I there. felt that in the core of my being I will um, not be there no no because as as uh, as everyone knows like high school uh, you know um all, all of these things like they they got they have certain uh, memories attached to them. <laughs> I don't need to see every single person that was in yeah. the cohort of hell. Yeah. Like, I don't need to see everybody. There's only, like, specific yeah. people I would like to see. Additionally, I've gotten so sexy and so iconic since then. It's, I, it's I am hard. not ready. Like, I would have to work out to get the strength to bat these people off with a stick. Off you, I know. You know, and I don't have yeah. that arm strength yet, so I'm not ready to... Uh, re-enter space with a lot of people I went to oh yeah I I absolutely recommend like if you're not ready to absolutely fight off and fend off yeah uh these people from you know just like trying to appreciate your sexiness then I totally I totally recommend you don't go yeah um 
absolutely you know what's kind of funny i was about I was, to wait uh, i was about to air out your dirty laundry oh my god do it do it do it do it do it do it, do it i was gonna say like desiree actually has had the moment that a lot of people in high school who maybe were not the flower they are now dream of <laughs> where call back i love that these men from her high school be dming her girls girls like, and guys that are wow. listening and everyone in between yeah it's it's a it's it's been a time because yeah it, it, like you know not to make myself the main character that I am but like you know it's it's just it's been such a interesting sort of thing like literally getting absolutely zero play in high school <laughs> and then like like yeah. zero play and then like obviously like maybe maybe becoming a little bit more refined as a person and mm-hmm. um and like all of a sudden like sort of like getting like sort of like a little attention from the guys that you wanted in high school and stuff like that like that's a weird one that really is a weird yeah. one because there's no part of me that's like finally like, no no part like it's like it's like okay well i mean there's yeah. that it's it's just got it's like funny yeah. it's like funny haha you know but yeah. it's just like all right well <laughs> it's so funny what, what do you want me to do like glowing up are we having that conversation right now? Like we're having we have that, that conversation. conversation? Yes. Like, we're, yeah. Going no. up because it's high time actually. Because like I do believe. Okay, it's hard to talk about a glow up because there's a part of me that's like, okay, you aged. You know, like you literally aged. Right. And for both, actually, yeah. notable. Both Desiree and I were, and I know we mentioned this in the rejection episode. We were both young for our classes. So for us, like, I don't know how much I glowed up versus how much I was very young, (laughs) like, in the beginning phases of being a human. And, like, the other people in my class were 15 and I was 13. You know, that makes a difference. I know. Brutal. It's brutal. It's honestly crazy. (laughs) But I do think there's something to be said for, like, glowing up. And I think most of it, I would counter the popular belief and i would say that most of a glow up is actually constituted in your personality and the way you carry yourself and it has much Mm -hmm. less to do with appearance i think that a glow up comes completely from confidence like entirely entirely Entirely, 100 percent of it yeah oh yeah because i mean like yeah i i think Yo, like, I, if, if I speak, if I tell my story, yeah. like, <laughs> if I speak. Breaking her silence. Me breaking my silence. Like, I just, I just find that, like, yeah, like, obviously when you're a teen or in that time in high school and university, whatever time you're kind of, like, reflecting back on, you don't have the confidence. You can never have no. the confidence that you have in the present day. No. You absolutely can't because, like, you literally were just, like, <laughs> you were just so much younger. And, yeah, like, because you were so much younger, like, there, there's that saying that we, like, I feel like we always kind of, like, say, like, you know, like, if you if you stand for nothing, you fall for everything. Yeah. You, you're you're kind of, you're a puddle of a girl. You have yeah. no backbone. Yeah. Um, you know, you're looking for validation from, like, all the wrong places. Yeah. It, you're giving... <laughs> This is where our like spiritual like oh, let's um, go spir- spiritual like just dumbass bitches moment c- comes in. Yeah. Um. But like you're operating on a low frequency, okay? You're operating hundred percent on a low frequency, and so like no one's picking up on that. No one wants to get with that. No one wants to get with that. Yeah. The the glow up is internal, and then it reflects on the outside. It is no. It but it really like I swear this is my mantra. I genuinely genuinely believe that. A globe is entirely personality based um, because also, I mean, when you're young, you can't even try to have a fraction of the confidence that you would have as an adult. And oh, part yeah. of that comes from just sheer experience. Like recently, I've really been on the we should elderly people in Western culture deserve much more credit <laughs> because, oh my, God. oh, my gosh, just like the amount of lessons you learn in life by default of just being alive you could be the most passive person on the planet who never actively tries to learn anything or never tries to learn any lessons and just by sheer default by the age of 80 you will have stories to tell and wisdom to share and i've noticed that just in the small space when you're young you might have an aesthetic, especially nowadays. Like, I feel like teenagers have TikTok and stuff to really gain inspiration from. Like, I mean, we did too. We had, like, Tumblr, as we've talked about. And yeah. you might feel as though Hard that times. represents you. But also, when you're so young, nothing really does feel quite right. Like, you do not know no. how to externalize yourself. I think that, And I think that's a lifelong mission. I think 
even right now, the way I externalize myself might be, you know, at least slightly different in two years, three years, four years. Um, so when you're young, how can you expect to be an avid and proper, uh, promoter of yourself when you're not even so sure about yourself on your own? So when you get older, you get a little more experience, you're, you get more independence. Maybe you're in college, maybe you started working, you know, you kind of get on your own two feet. The glow up is inevitable. I think the only people that don't glow up, I think it's more, it's like a choice not to glow up after high school. Yeah. Like, I don't understand how it doesn't naturally occur. I think that that's just the way of the world. Yeah, like you, you, you simply must, you have no choice but to glow up. (laughs) You must glow up. You must glow up. There's a gun to your head. You have to glow up. up. Um, But yeah, and I feel like that, and because like, obviously you go through like that metamorphosis um, per se, and you're now this beautiful butterfly. Going back to the cocoon is a little hard. Yeah. Going back to the cocoon is like so hard because it reminds you of the the ugly little worm that you were. Yes. No, that's actually a huge thing. The tea, you guys, the tea, and I hate to be the one to tell you guys this. I hate to be the one to ruin the party. Um, But the truth is, is that you're never actually going to be a grand, beautiful butterfly that thinks it's a grand, beautiful butterfly until you learn to love the ugly, ugly little larvae you once were. Yeah, oof. it's called until, shadow work. Until you learn to look at a photo of yourself, one of the ones that you tried to delete, you know, one of the ones you tried mm-hmm. to get scourged from the earth, until you can one. look at that photo, look at yourself and see goodness and beauty and kindness and intelligence and potential and appreciate who that person is, you are never going to be happy with the butterfly you are now. And I'm saying that because... I am not sure. I could look at a photo of ugly yeah, young me. Yeah, I was just about to say, girl. I'm I was gonna sure. say. I was gonna say, you're better than me if you can do that. No, like, I cannot. I cannot. That's gonna yet. be a lifelong journey. That's gonna be a lifelong journey. Because there's still. I wish it didn't have such an effect on me, but there's. I will see photos of little me, and it will make me wince. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. It, and she was actually the cutest little kid. So it is, it no. is like, it's so sad. <laughs> well, but everyone feels that way about everyone else. When it, when it's you. Yeah, of course. But, but it's, it's you, so like, hard, yeah. you know, because when you look at the photo, you need to realize, like, that's just a little kid. That's yeah, just a little it's kid. just a little kid. That's a little baby. When you're a kid, I mean, when you're a baby, obviously you can look at the baby photos and be like, okay, like, you know, cute baby. Because head empty, no thoughts. You weren't thinking anything. You have no life experience. It's a, just a cute baby. But I feel like... And I, I'm going to watch my words here because I was just about to say that, you know, when you go to your ugly preteen phase, but I'm not going to say ugly. Difficult. Your difficult preteen stage and look back on the child that once was or like, you know, the preteen that once was. It's harder to see the beauty in that yeah. little girl or in that because like you just know what you were going through at the time and yeah. like I mean for anyone that like watches Big Mouth like that entire like so much of that so much yes. so much of the ugliness um yeah. so much of the ugliness was present in my preteen life mine as well just an, yeah. an immense amount but hopefully <laughs> honestly the only way to handle that is to go sometimes to regress to go back and to visit it and pay mm-hmm. pay your respects, you know, because she, you respects. are only who you are now because she was who she was then. So That's actually, true. We have, she we have she walked so we could so run. You could run. We <laughs> have her to thank. And she was braver than us. Or she was really going through. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was going through it. She was fighting Soldier. for her life every day. Soldier. Oh my god. You um, know. Yeah. We we do we do respect her. We respect her. We do. Yeah. Well, anyways, we should probably wrap this up because we've been going for a while now. Um, yeah hope you guys had fun though i know i did i had so much fun thanks for coming i had so much fun (laughs) oh i had so much fun think on you later um thanks for joining us on a kind of like unconventional episode we did our audience questions first there was no write-up we right you know just free free balled it like, once again <laughs> we free balled it free testicled yeah. it like yeah 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 and I, I, feel, I feel like it hit I this was a bit of a therapy session for me actually me too it was kind of lovely yeah, I, I hope kinda, it was for you guys I, as well I hope you feel healed yeah. to some extent journal after this oh yeah I, I, I homework everyone is to do one journal entry and reflect on their 
on going home, on yeah. going home for the holidays, how it makes you feel, and where you want, to, where you want to be next, next year, year when, when you, go, you home. go home. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Let us know about it. Um, if you do journal, I mean, you should. We just assigned you homework. We will be mad. You will get detention next week if you did not do the prompt. Yes. Um, but share with us how you feel about that if you'd like. Um, we can be found. Do you want to? Do you want to say where we can be found? As well? We can be found at Tin Canular dot podcast Woo, on instagram mm-hmm. um yep sorry i was like so proud of myself just for saying tin cannular dot podcast on here but yes on instagram <laughs> that is yes. that is the handle <laughs> on instagram feel free dm us like and comment on things message us whatever you want to do um and make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to yours you know we're on multiple mm-hmm. platforms baby um yeah uh, we come out with episodes every Monday, and we are back for 2023 season two. So buckle up! Ooh, oh my god, Join so us. excited! So exciting! Well, we love you guys so much. Thank you for joining. Mwah. Yes, Mwah. and enjoy this new year, y'all. Bye. Goodbye.